Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. This podcast is a part of the Dragon Suplex Podcast Network. Find us wherever you get your podcasts and visit us at chopskicksandnearfalls.com for daily articles about wrestling from around the globe. Hello, ladies, gentlemen, and everybody inside and outside of the gender spectrum, and welcome back to Stardom Quest, the best weekly stardom podcast anywhere in the world. I'm as always Alex, and I'm joined by Dylan. Uh, Dylan, are you going to be as cranky this week as you were last week? Uh, no. My yeah. my my okay. water heater just started, which is like five feet away from me, so that's very loud. But um, I hope nobody can hear it. But no, I'm not actually. I I've been playing a lot of Tekken. That's been that's okay. been. That's it, yeah. I've been playing a lot of Tekken. All right, that's that's cool. Okay, so last week's uh, episode remains an outlier because we're we're both not going to be mean this week. We're not. Oh. You know... uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Sure. Okay. Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna rein it in. Just a bit. Just, just a bit. Okay. All right. That's good. All right. So the the people who uh, hate when people are negative about stardom, you guys can breathe a sigh of relief, and everybody else. No, you can't. Ne- never, <laughs> never feel yeah. relief if you want us to not be critical never do that because you know you point. know i'm on the you know i'm here you know i'm here to do that so of yeah. course of course um so a lot of news from stardom um earlier today they announced a good chunk of the stuff remaining for tag league um they announced the lineup for what the last day is going to look like because i think it ends on december 4th right i believe so yeah, so the, the lineup for the final day of the Tag League is uh, Meltier versus Aphrodite, uh, Mayu and Momokogo versus Saki Kashima and Fukigen Death, uh, Julia and Tekla versus Momo and Kid, Shuri and Tomoka Inuma versus Mai Sakurai and Lady C, um, FWC versus Maihime, Nanai Takahashi and Yu versus Natsuko Tora and Raka, Mariah and Amisore versus Saeeda and Hanan. And then Azumi and Miyu Amasaki versus Mina Shirakawa and Saki. So from that, I think we can all will be My four teams, winning. four teams in contention in each block: yeah. um, Meltier, Aphrodite, Mafia Bella, and Black Desire in the Red Goddess. And in the Blue Goddess, it'll be FWC, Ahime, uh, Seven Up, and probably Ryan and Ami. If I had to guess, so um, a lot of stuff that could I'm happen. I'm still there. waiting for Saeeda to get her upset on Mirai. Uh, yeah, because like they are my favorite like pairing, 
in stardom like a low tier pairing i guess like that like you know obviously it's like oh well i like sherry and utami but like mariah and ida are just super fun to watch like they wrestled this past weekend and i just loved it um but i'm just waiting for saida to finally beat either of the mariah of the kyokos and i'm the mariahs <laughs> either of the kyokos and i i'm hoping that this is what it when it happens but yeah i feel yeah, like my him is going through uh blue i mean i've always felt that way but i feel like this is kind of puts it into the pudding um because mm. i feel like fwc is probably not going no. two times no, or probably not. you know anything like that and i think my Hime over them is a big you know final night thing all right um that kind of makes sense yeah I, I really thought seven up would go through to the final but i don't know their match is a bit low stakes for for a final so yeah i don't sure. i don't know I don't know what's uh, we're we're gonna talk about that obviously yeah about the whole uh, NSA thing but definitely very um, strange beginning to that yes definitely um, earlier today Stardom finally confirmed that it was indeed Mayu Waka and Mina heading to America for Rumble on Forty Fourth Street uh, that show is in like two days so they left it until the very last second to confirm it I wonder and if they... they'll be on the Mystery Vortex show the day before. Probably not. That's unfortunate. Up, oh, that's tomorrow, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Could yeah. they even fly that quickly? I mean, have they already flown out, or are they? Why are they flying them out so late? What is wrong with like? What is happening? <laughs> this is all like, like I get that, like, oh, you're not it's supposed stardom. to. Like, yeah, like I get that. It's like, oh, it. you don't need to fly out, you know, a week before, but like a day before would probably be smart. I don't know. <laughs> This is stardom. <laughs> I don't know. Like we could not, we should not have expected anything different. This company is so bad at some things. Um, but uh, they also announced the matches that the uh, women would be taking part in. Uh, the first match is Mina Shirakawa and Waka Skiyama of the Cosmic Angels taking on Kylie Ray and uh, Tiara James. So one of the collarbone, one of the collarbone girls. Uh... Yeah. Remember how there was that time in in Stardom where like every foreigner would just break their collarbone and have to leave? Yeah, like I, I swear it happened like three or four times. Um, and Kylie Ray was one of them. So yeah, I mean, shout out. She grew up in my hometown, so she went to she went to my rival high school. Uh, so that's weird that Mina Shirakawa is gonna beat the shit out of her. I hope that'll be fun. Dude, yeah. Kylie Ray finessed her way into every company. She she was one of the initial building blocks of AEW's women's division. Then she went to case. yes. Then she went to Impact, where they were literally just about to put the belt on her, and she she left. Uh, then she went to NWA, and now she is in New Japan slash Stardom. Like what what a worker, honestly. Good for her. Um, she, she has that she has the Oak Forest state of mind. That's why. That's why. Hell yeah! Hell yeah! Um, and her tag team partner is some local girl that is yeah, green as hell. I, I watched a match of hers earlier, um, and I can see there's talent there. Like, she's clearly very rough around the edges, because I doubt she gets that much work being in New York or whatever. Um, I imagine she's in need of a Marvelous tour, is what you're trying yes, to say. probably. Um, but I can see the building blocks to a good wrestler in Tiara James, but she's she's gonna need a lot of help in this one um but she's not as bad kind of as as they could have got 
to be honest. Yeah, they, they could have done far worse. Yeah. Um, and I guess she's local, so they're not paying as much for her, so it's it's not too bad. Um, and the other match is Mayu Iwatani defending the SWA Championship against Kylan King. So um, I'm I'm kind of excited for that one. I, I really yeah. like Kylan, um, and I think her versus Mayu, especially given the size difference, because King is really tall. Um, so she's just going to throw Mayu around and shit, and it's going to be really good, I think. Yeah, I mean... Uh... I was told that it would be pre- it would be pretty good and that I would like it and I do like this. I think this is Mayu's best type of matchup. Um, mm-hmm. It's either this or someone like Tekla, who's just like a real wild card that she could just beat the shit out of. Um, but if if you want Mayu to bump, then getting someone like Kylie King is definitely the move. Um, you have been on the Kylie King train for forever. Like I remember, she was on Dark and you were like, "Hey, y'all don't know, y'all don't know about this ginger chick. She's going crazy." And everybody's <laughs> like, "Okay." Go off, Alex, with your NXT level up and AEW dark viewings. Um, and and then you know she she got on TV a few times with AEW. She did a few good things, a few good matches. I think she had one with Tony Storm that was pretty decent. Um, so yeah, I'm excited for her. I think it'll be it'll be pretty fun. And you know, it's like it it it's reminiscent of so many of Mayu's like maybe not best matches, but Mayu just works really well against giants, right? Mm-hmm. And you're always looking for a good giant to wrestle Mayu because like, I, I hate to always drag her through the mud, but Kelly Klein was not that right. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I think Kylan King can be that. So I'm, I'm excited for this. Definitely. Yeah, no, that'd be good. Um, honestly, put the belt on King, get her over here. Uh, she's, she's wasting away in the NWA. Like she's not even with AWA. Is she anymore. in NWA now? I think so. Like last I'm, time so... I saw her, she was with NWA. And then she did Every the random. Every time I hear about NWA, it's depressing. Um, <laughs> yeah, because like it's just sad. You know what I mean? Like, like yeah. I, me- I remember they had some steam because they had Eddie Kingston, Homicide, and Ricky Starks, and all three of them left. Well, I think Homicide's still there, but he's doing better work in New Japan. Like, <laughs> like it's it's really sad. It's it's really sad. Yeah, we gotta save Kylan King from from the NWA. Oh. Yeah, yeah, that'd probably be smart her over here let her uh let her beat up the stardom roster um but yeah that's that's stardom's rep on the new japan show that should be pretty solid um i don't know how mina and waka are going to translate to that audience but that's part of the fun um that, that's but, one yeah. thing some people are bringing up does waka finally win as the king of new york in new york you know i said that because the crowds cheer but i don't know if anybody would know like, does the New yeah. Japan, does the guy buying a ticket to see Okada in a tag match know Waka Skiyama? Probably not. Yeah, that, that's a valid point, because I think most people were, were, you know, not pessimistic, but they were apprehensive about buying a ticket just to go see Starm wrestlers when they didn't mm-hmm. tell anybody who the Starm wrestlers were. You know, so, like, if anybody was a is a huge fan of Stardom that, like, was going because they wanted to see Stardom, uh, they probably didn't go, because... Yeah. You know, they could have been left with Waka and my Sakura being the only two people there. You know, like, like that type of thing. Um, but no, they got Mayu and, and Mina and all that. But yeah, I, I don't think that there's gonna be, it's gonna be a huge stardom crowd. But I think they can probably win them over. Um, Waka's endearing enough, and Mina's Mina. So <laughs> you know, I just realized the New Japan show is going head to head with Rampage. Is that is a live Rampage? Uh, this is the yeah. 28th is that New Japan show, isn't it? On a, like a Friday is a weird day. 
Yeah, that's actually yeah. something I was thinking about. Was that it's like, why are they doing it Thursday, Friday for their mm. New York shows, um, instead of like Friday, Saturday? That would make a little bit more sense. But probably logistics. Yeah. Because the start and pay per view is on the third, so they they cannot stick around at all. Like they have to come right yeah. back. So um, anybody hoping for Mayu or Waka on on AW Dark, uh, they will not be here, and they likely won't be at the Rampage taping. So Waka on Dark would be so dope. I'll be honest. It would. Be so down you know, Ram- Rampage is the or not Rampage. Dark is the best show. So you're actually right. I watched. I watched like most of Dark last night, and I was like, "This is just fun to watch." Like yeah. it's not like none of the matches are like great, but like there is. It's just a fun viewing. You know, just sitting there, just doing something else while you watch. Like it was it, mm-hmm. enjoyable. Shout shout out AW Dark for sure. Oh yeah. Um, another announcement from Stardom is that uh, the kickoff next year. They're going to launch their fourth major tournament. They are they're, uh, referring to this as the Big Four. Um, it is the Diamond Triangle League. Is that what it is? Am I way I, off? I thought it was just the Triangle League. Is Diamond not in there somewhere? I didn't I, think I thought so. it was. Anyway, uh, they're, they're, they announced a Trios tournament, a Trios Tag League. Basically, it's a, it's a league format. Um, 14 teams, I think, was the specific number given. So that is 42 wrestlers. And uh, dear listeners, Stardom does not have 42 wrestlers. So if they stretch, they could maybe get like 30. <laughs> yeah. Like if, if they put in both of the, like, if, dude, wait. Oh, I, I know that obviously this is very early to speculate, but I know that Young OED is like, you know, Young OED, but I would love it. If they put uh fucking this the sisters together, uh just to like save room, that'd be dope. Mm. But yeah, they, I mean they can get like Konami out, I guess. Uh, but then who does the two other members of God's Eye team with? Like it, it's very messy because most of the factions also don't have six people exactly, right? Mm. They don't have multiples of three. Um, so if if you're gonna have like like for example, I, wait, just Queen's Quest. Like Queen's Quest, you could have like the main three and then the bottom three. Uh, that there's six people in that. I fucked up the one the one group that has six people in it. I'm just gonna stop. Yeah, just silence. Um, yeah. So it's definitely gonna be all hands on deck on probably using the new blood crop and getting prominence involved. Um, I think most people speculate there would be a marvelous team, which. Um, Obviously, now will not involve Takumi Roha, who is out for three months with a, a shoulder injury. So you kind of have to do Mio, Maria, and well, you don't have to. You do have flexibility with Iozan. Um But there will be no Takumi if there is a marvelous team. Um, but it's definitely going to be something where they have to use everybody. Like you're probably going to see uh, Karma slash Umasaki in a, in a team. Uh, Nanami and Inaba will definitely be in a team. You might see Aoi in a team. Because um, the Tag League lasts two months. And it's not really going to need two months. They're, they're obviously going to space out the shows. Um, which is it's another... why they're doing a league and not like a single, see, like a huge single elimination. I, I kind of get why they're doing it. Because people are like, oh man, like all the, the entire year is tournaments. That's so much. And I'm like, they were going to book Stars versus Queen's Quest anyway in Aichi, 
Now they just get to slap a block match moniker on yeah. it and hope to sell a few more tickets. Like that's all this is. You're may you're maybe gonna get one yeah. or two Karkins dedicated to the tournament, but it's mostly just gonna be the standard house show matches getting tag league labels. And it's kind of how we view AJW tournaments from back yeah. in the day, because it's like nothing is all available. So it's just randomly like, oh, this is a tournament match. It's like mm. why? Wait, it, it, oh, okay. And then you watch it and it's a tournament match and it feels a little bit more important, just slightly. You know, like, yeah. So that's kind of how I see it too. But I will say that uh, tournaments, like just in general, it's wild that they are doing tournaments for most of the year. Uh, and they all have the same participants in it. Like there's no division specific <laughs> tournaments. Yeah, they're all different enough, I guess, though. That's that's yeah. the strength. I mean, a trios tournament is, is amazing idea. Like for, for oh, stardom especially. Um so I mean, I'm King sure we'll get great matches. The best American tournaments of all time. Oh yeah, definitely. Uh, um, so, you know. so yeah, I, I like I'm into the idea, and I understand that it's going to make some house shows a bit better by having a block match or two on it. And there's probably going to be some cool Karkins where there's a couple of badass trios matches. Um, and hell, if we get Prominence or Marvelous or any of them involved, then that's even better. So you're definitely getting the NSA. Yeah, probably. Yeah, no, I forgot to mention them, but they they'll probably have a team. Um, you think they bring Alpha Female back? Would it be Alpha Nanai and Yuna, or would it be Nanai Yuna? I don't know. And Yuna? Is Yuna in the group officially? Because because so. they were referring to it as the Neo Stardom Tropical Passion Army instead of the Neo Stardom Army. Um, so part of me thinks that it was like a very like one day thing, like a one day special. Um, but at the same time, it's like. I don't know what they're doing anymore at all, so who knows? Um, Your guess is as good as mine, honestly. Um, yeah. I would say they will keep Yuna Manasseh in it, though, because she's somebody who can take a fall, I guess. Yeah. Within reason, obviously, because she's, like, pushed in Gunbarre, kind of, so... Yeah. Um, but that's... that's I think... What are we doing here? <laughs> I have no idea. Um, that's all the news... That we're gonna we're not gonna get out, get to anyway during the review. So let's just get on to the review section. Um, we have two shows to review, and we can review them in full, which is historic. Um, yeah. And the first is a Corican show. Uh, this is the IWGP Women's Championship Decision Battle first round. This was at Corican Hall. They did one thousand and eleven fans for this. Um, initially. In a vacuum, I was going to say that's a disappointing number. Um, yeah. Because, I mean, I they've, don't know they've, done, they've done more on weekdays for worse shows. And this is on a weekend with a big Mayu match and a big Utami match. So They in, were both rematches, though. They were, but even still. I mean, if Tam Trias matches can sell this place out, then I don't yeah. know. Yeah, it's, it's a bit... Uh... I don't know, the thing is, the, the number the next day kind of made up for it, because yeah, for there, sure. there was clearly some people who probably said, well, I'm not going to the Karkin when I can see the final the next day in Tokyo. Mm -hmm. So that's why, yeah. like, in a vacuum, I was going to say this is a bad number, but in practice, it's, it's fine. You know, in, overall, on the weekend, I got 3,000 people through the doors, which is great, you know? Yeah, and I, I would say that, like, you know, Getting over a thousand in Corkin is never a bad thing. It's just comparatively, you know, 
uh, they've done a lot better with a lot less yeah. in the past. Uh, but I would say anything over a thousand in Corican uh, is is you know. There okay, there are some companies you know. who simply cannot hit a thousand at all. So no, I mean, I love Wave. It's one of my favorite wrestling companies. They did like two hundred twelve, not even. Yeah. In Corican. Yeah. Like a, week ago like that happens oh. regularly yeah. um to smaller promotions so um and ddt and tjpw cap out with the half capacity now so even they by choice aren't hitting a thousand so it's not that a thousand is a bad number it was just that in a vacuum for stardom yeah comparing to what we've seen them do for tam tag matches <laughs> this wasn't a strong one but they did overcome it anyway the next day um Took... Uh, in the opener of the Korkin, we had uh, Roka and Saki Kashima beat Momokogo and Hanan uh, when Saki hit the My Emblem for the win. Uh, that match lasted six and a half minutes. Um, Saki did a lot of funny stuff, and otherwise it was totally fine. Yeah, I didn't. this is the only match I didn't watch. That's fair. Um, I was running a little bit later. That's all right. Uh, the next match then was Tekla and Micah beating Starlight Kid and Rina. Uh, Tekla beat Rina in seven and a half minutes with the spiderweb. Um, this, I, it was so great to see Tekla back. She has not oh, missed yeah. a step, and she was just in her element. Like she was so pleased. Her and Rina did some like clean shit. Yeah. Like I, I was actually kind of shocked how well they those two specifically worked together. I will say this was one of like three or four ma- actually one of four matches on the on this weekend show that really like reminded me how bad um Oedo Tai's heel work is sometimes because for for a minute there I was like damn this is not good uh <laughs> and obviously it got good because you know the, the people in the match are good right yeah. like they're, they're all good wrestlers but like there was there was that moment where I was just like damn this is this is bad this is they are doing bad at this <laughs> and then they they kind of brought it back but but yeah this is I think all four major Oedo time matches of this weekend really just had that low point where you just re- realize that they are not trying anymore with like some of their heat stuff and it's a bit jarring but otherwise the match was really good Micah spiked herself with a DDT that looks so clean I think Starlight Kid hit her with it she just she just legit just like jumped on her own head it was beautiful and uh yeah then I, like I said Tekla and Rena did some fun stuff yeah, no, it was um, it was it was a, it was um, fun match, I guess, when when it yeah. got going, um, but it was mostly just kind of the showcase for Takla coming back, and then she she really thrived in it. So she also won with the spider choke, which is something she hasn't pulled out in a minute. Yeah, no, it's a it's a cool cool move, isn't it? She she yeah, won the next day with great. it as well, so it's uh, kind of her new thing, did, I guess. Oh yeah, she did, she did. Yeah, um, she used to use it at some point. I don't well, remember, I but yeah, probably was Ice Ribbon. Um, then I looked it up, and I was like, "Oh, she's used this before." And I was like, "In Ice Ribbon," I was like, I "Guess this is this is the new thing for Stardom, though." Yeah. Um, the next match then was Lady C, Hina, Sayakamitani, and Azumi of Queen's Quest beating Natsupoi, Wakasugama, Mina Shirakawa, and Tam Nakano of the Cosmic Angels. Uh, Saya pinned Waka with the Star Crusher. Um, all oh, this was all right. Um, sometimes these two factions randomly deliver greatness together um, and there were flashes of that here but we never really hit that top level um, Saya and Mina 
they kind of did a worse version of the stuff they did last week. Um, and Slyah and Waka was kind of alright, but obviously Waka isn't Waka isn't Mina or anything like that. So. Really, the only thing of note—I mean, I thought the match was like fine, like you know, all mm-hmm. right. But the one thing of note was that Lady C swung Nats Poi, and Azumi attempted to play jump rope with her body and failed very yeah. badly. That was great. That was great. Because Lacey was just going too fast. That like Azumi was like she was like tripping, but she was tripping on Natsupoi's head. Mm-hmm. Like I'm like like when when you think about getting caught on a on a on a jump rope, it's like oh that sucks. Imagine that was your body, <laughs> and Azumi was just accidentally fucking tripping on you mm-hmm. while you're going very very fast in a circle, uncontrollably. It's great. It was a great spot. Honestly, this match made me think. Damn, maybe Azumi and Lacey should have been the tag league team. Oh, Honestly, man. yeah, they did some cool tag moves. Yeah, because they were doing they were doing the you know because Azumi's always loved doing that with like large tag partners. I remember she's doing with Viper all the time. Like just any power move, she would just also be around for and just do the funniest shit. Uh, and yeah, so I think I think Azumi and Lady C would have been a fun tag league team. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Um, the next match then was Amisore, Mirai, and Siri of God's Eye beating Hazuki, Koguma, and Sayaida of Stars. Uh, Mirai pinned Ida with a lariat in just under 11 minutes. Um, was Mirai good. was in her bag for this one. She was. She's she's just untouchable lately. Um, the the This was a good match, but I thought at times it leaned too hard into what you'd expect from a house show with like the team-based yeah. moves to get people to clap. Um, but then like Saida would chop the shit out of somebody and you'd be into it. And the closing stretch was pretty good with with uh, Mirai and Ida. So at one point, Mirai clotheslined Ida super hard, and it made a sound. And I like had to replay it like six times because <laughs> I was like, there had to be a leg slap in there, and there wasn't. And I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> that is insane. Or no, Ida. Uh, it was Ida and Mirai, I think. Um, or maybe the other, I don't know. But one of they did something, and it was so loud that I had to replay it like multiple times because I was like, there had to have been a leg slap. There had to have been something. And no, they just, it was just crazy. You know, I, I love them together, as I said. Um, at one point, Stars fucked up the jungle skyscraper. Uh, and I thought that was really, really funny. Because Ida just, like, collapsed. And then they were like, okay, let's try this one more time. I promise I could do this. I promise. This is my whole thing. This is my whole bit. I could <laughs> yeah. do this. And then they did it. That led to uh, potentially the best part, where to uh, to cover for their mistakes, Hazuki did, like, a, a very... Uh, snug d- double foot stomp to yeah. uh, to Ami, and I was like, "Oh, jeez, it wasn't her fault." Like, leave her alone. Um, that was like, yeah, "Fuck you." Yeah, <laughs> you stay right great. there. Um, so, I mean, this this was a strong match. Uh, Ida and, and Mariah were really good. Mariah is just absurd lately. Um, and then things got better in the post match. Uh, Mariah got promo time, and I think <laughs> Mariah deserves all the promo time. She's such a natural. She had Corkin laughing it up at some points um but essentially Godzai is so funny because yes. i still think about the ami story promo where she's like utami fouled me on twitter this is a big deal guys <laughs> i was like what are you talking about but yeah they, they all have like similar energy like that and it's like it's bizarre but yeah go on um yeah and the post-match um marai basically said uh there's there's a big show in Osaka next month called uh, The Gold Rush. So I think you guys know what that means. It's going to rain gold. 
and uh, she asked for a match where 10 million yen would be on the line. Basically the same as when they last did Osaka Edion when they had the, the ladder match or the ladder tournament yeah. for money. Uh, so they are redoing that. And uh, Koguma <laughs> heard about the money. I was like, hey, hey, uh, does that? are we doing a ladder match again? Can we do the ladder match? I like money. Can we do money? Um, so Koguma was in. She volunteered stars. And out came the Cosmic Angels who said, we're going to have all the belts anyway. Let us win the money. Um, so those are three of the teams involved in the Gold Rush thing. Um, you know, it is it is crazy. Tam, Tam mentioned the Tam Road mm-hmm. directly, and I don't know, but I could have swore that that was like one of the things the boys came up with. Yeah, and by the boys, I just mean people on Twitter. Like I could have swore that like Velke came up with that, like not literally, but like I I like I was so amazed when she's like, "We are going to walk the Tam Road to victory." I was like, "What the fuck did you just say?" <laughs> Wait, what? And yeah, th- so that was crazy. But uh, go on, I keep in trouble. I mean, we know these wrestlers are online. Remember, Saya was like, d- "Was it Saya or Utami?" Mention uh, like messaged a fan saying, "What is Zoom Zoom?" <laughs> <laughs> like they know, they know our bits. Yeah. They know what Tom's road is. That, that was a Darren bit. That was the shout out to Darren. That was yeah. a great bit. Zoom zoom. Um, so basically, it is absurd that once upon a time, stardom running Ediano Saka Arena would have been mind blowing. Um, mm-hmm. and now they just run it for these random tournaments. They're just like, you get a trios match. We're gonna put money on the line, and that's it. Like that is absurd. Yeah, they're insane. Yeah, it's it's actually because like I've been talking about how they should do a high speed uh, ladder match for a long time, and they're like, "Nah, we just gonna do the money again." Cool, cool. And I was like, "You know, that's cool. That's cool. I like the ladder match. I'm excited for the ladder match again." Um, it's it's literally money in the bank because it's money in in a bag. So you know, it's a bit more. It's a bit on the nose. It sounds like a DDT idea. Like we are having the money in the bank ladder match, except it's literal money, and it's in a sack, and it's like cool. Um, but yeah, I'm I'm excited for it. I I I have opinions on Kozen and everything they do as human beings that I will talk about a little bit later. But yeah, this is a fun post match. Yeah. So for whatever reason, uh, they let Mariah close it, and she was like, "With all my soul, we're gonna do this," and. The Cosmic Angels just start doing her pose in very exaggerated manner. Okay, but I I don't think that was the initial idea. Maybe not. Because Me, Mina Mina did the Rainmaker pose. Yeah. And then and then because because it's raining money. And then Natsupo and Tam were like, oh yeah, let's make fun of Mirai with her. So they started doing the Mirai pose. And then everybody was like, wait, what? Oh, I guess we'll all do it. And then they all just like started T posing in the middle of the ring for no reason. And I was like, oh, that's. Okay, <laughs> so yeah, I think I think there was a miscommunication that just led to everybody making fun of Mariah, which is great. Yeah, it's, series was the funniest. Like she looked like she was oh, constipated. Sure. She looked like she was about to fall over. They were all just so, making she was fun of her, carrying like very heavy plates. And I was like, "You're you're not holding anything. Like you could, you could do it normal. You know, like she she did look like she was constipated. That's true." Mm-hmm. Um. So that was that. So that's the Gold Rush tournament cell. So that's, um, you know, that is what it is. Um, and after that, then, we had the Neo Stardom Army 
of uh, Yunimizumori and Nanai Takahashi uh, beating Mai Sakurai and Julia. It was Tropical Passion Mask of the Neo Storm Tropical Passion Army, Alex. I'm not. I'm not. That was actually not doing. No, that was actually my. That was probably my favorite bit of this match was that it was very clearly Unimizumori, and she comes out with a mask, and they announce her as Tropical Passion Mask and all that. And then Julia just like comes in with a weird look on her face. She walks up to her and says, "You are Unimizumori," and takes off her mask. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, "That's that's the best way to do a reveal." It's just like somebody being like. Bitch, I know you, and then taking the mask off. It's great. Like, I, I love that. Yeah, that, I was going to point that out because, like, it's, you know, they went to the effort of being, hey, this is passion mask. This is a different person entirely. And then Julia just rips it off before the match they even starts. Put, they put Yuna's Twitter handle on the name card. They did. They did a, like, they did a terrible job of being like, oh, like, I, I loved, I love how scuffed this shit is sometimes. Yeah. No, it's it's great. Um, one lovely touch is um, instead of a faction logo, when Anai's name card flashes up, they have the old Stardom logo. Did you I notice that? That was great. That was amazing. Nanai had the Big Dick Energy theme back. And honestly, she is infinitely better now that she has this theme. I think that needs to be put out there. She never should have been I, without I think, it. I think it's so strange because like, I feel like the NSA is like just very small strides away from being cool, but they just aren't, right? Because like most of the wrestlers are cool, but it just doesn't fit right. And it's like I like how they, I like the old Starm logo type of thing. I love the music. I like, I like how they are doing things, but it's so strange how like they have no. It's like it's like if it's like in FIFA where you have like a great team with zero chemistry. Oh yeah. And it just doesn't make sense whatsoever. It's like, oh what one guy's from Japan, one guy's from South Korea, one uh three guys are from fucking you know the Premier League, a few guys in La Liga. It's like this is all of these guys are great, but they have no chem. And it's like that's how it feels about the the Neo Star Army. And I was kinda of thinking, man, if you could just get like Yoshiko when she gets back from injury or whatever, if you could just get her in here, I think it would like be a, a pretty well complete faction. Mm-hmm. Um if you just added one person that kind of like made sense for it uh, alongside Nanai. So yeah, but the match itself is very fun. Yeah, no, I thought it was, I thought it was quite good. Julia, Julia listened to the podcast last week. I think oh, well, she well. was, she was going for Nanai, man. She was beaten on her. She was like, listen, I, I don't care about this passion. Nanai is some shit. Welcome to Julia. I'm going to nah, beat she... the shit out of you. She proved Nanaism isn't a dead religion. She like she brought it back, you know. She, she I think she, she usurped. Like she usurped Nanaism. I'm a believer in Juliaism. Oh brother. Yeah, I, I think we need to accept that Julia is the new ruler of passion. No, no. Uh, you know, I, I'm not even a big. I'm not even like a crazy Nanai guy. No. <laughs> <laughs> All right. No. Um, I do think Nanai looked good this weekend. Uh, better than I expected. We would see her look. Um. Honestly, I, I'm I'm okay. Okay, I don't want her winning matches in 2022 stardom, but she's just gonna beat up mid carders and then get her shit rocked anytime she's with a legitimate top star. I'm okay with it. All right, because uh, Julia Julia was showing her up. Julia sunned her just a little bit, um, and Yuna was there. She did some cool bits though. Uh, really hoping that she can have a spotlight match with Himeka because she's um, she's been. Yeah. I've been waiting for that Yuna classic in Stardom. Um, 
and this this wasn't her chance just yet. It, it, it feels like every match is like, oh, maybe this won't be, and then it's not, right? So yeah. like, I, I agree. I think, you know, obviously you're, you've been critical of Jamaica in singles matches, which uh, you're about to eat your words in a few minutes. Um, but I, I think Kameka is somebody who could probably bring really good stuff out of uh, yeah out of Yuna, especially in like an earlier match. Not like a you know it, it could go like eight minutes, nine minutes, and there'll be a good showing mm-hmm. for both of them. So Definitely, I, I'm I'm hopeful for that one. That's fair. Um, the after the match, then uh, Julia challenged Nanai to a coffin match. So that's probably going to be on a Stardom and Showcase. Uh, that is their way of booking the match without having to ask Nanai to lose. That is probably how that goes julia is such a shit starter because she's like she's attacks and i after they do this whole spiel and then she, everybody like it's a pull apart and then she just yells Arrivederci! and i was like this motherfucker is just <laughs> she's just an antagonistic motherfucker it's great I that's why we love her she's great she is great um the next match then on the show was the iwgp women's championship first round match it was utami haishishta beating Himeka in just under 12 minutes with a hijack bomb. Um, this is more the same from their GP match. They went in, they did hot shit, it was great. Utami won. I loved this a yeah. lot, honestly. I, I like. I feel like Kameka's kind of found that rhythm where she's like, oh, well, the best thing I do is this. So I'm just going to do this. Yeah? Yeah. And then she does it, and it's dope. And I was like, "This is perfect." Like, yeah, like you get it now. Um, you know, you don't gotta be, you don't gotta be going twenty five minutes and just like trying to figure something out. You could just, just, just clothesline them. You know, shoulder block. Just, just run that. You know, just do that over and over again. And the submissions were well done as well. I think that's one thing is that like submissions for Hameka and Utami have been kind of like very rest holdy. But I felt like in this match they kind of sold them very well. Utami's selling is really good nowadays. I think she's really. She's put a lot of things together as a singles wrestler, even beyond her title reign, that maybe she was lacking in her title reign, that I think she just is complete at this point. And I, I love this match. Even Hameka's running knee looked clean, which mm-hmm. it usually doesn't. But th- in this match, it just looked like fucking killer. Um, and then Utami like, put her in the ground, hit like seven big moves. <laughs> yeah, honestly, this match was better than the main event, honestly. Oh, 100%. Yeah. Um... Which, speaking of the main event, it was Mayu Iwatani beating Momo Anabe in the first round of the IWGP Women's Championship Tournament. Uh, it said it, she won with a diving Fubuki Rana, which is a, uh, I don't know, but it's a diving reverse Rana. It is ridiculous. Um, yeah. These two could sleepwalk to a great match, but the away to tie stuff really hurt it. It, it wasn't good away to tie stuff, um, and it really detracted from the overall match. Um, even though they were both kind of, I wouldn't say they were going their absolute best, but they were, you know, they were doing good stuff. The the way I defined this match was like, I really wish I had fun, but I didn't. Because <laughs> like, I see Mayu and Momo, the same Mayu and Momo I have seen since I started watching wrestling, deliver great matches. And this was a good match, but... I, like the, at every every few increments, it just reminded me that it's like, oh yeah, Momo ain't that dog anymore. Um, and I know there there's obviously arguments about like, oh, Momo's better now. I think you even even often believe that that Momo is a better heel than she was a babyfacer, better heel than she was a tweener or whatever. But I, I just like I know what Mayu and Momo can do, and I did not see any of that here. 
other than like Mayu throwing out a few really good comebacks, right? And then the finish was cool. Um, but I, I, yeah, this, the definition of this match was like, I really wish I enjoyed this. I really wish I had fun. Recognize it was a good match. They did good stuff. But like you said, the Away Tai stuff just didn't flow. It felt a bit off. It felt everything just kind of, I, I don't know. It, it, there was something wrong with it. Fine match, but definitely want more from it. Yeah, I kind of see that. I think at this stage, they've just wrestled so much that they fall into a pattern. That um, too. That too. Like, they're never going to beat, you know, peak white belt Momo defending against Mayu as far as their in-ring quality goes. But they're always going to be great together. Yeah. I, I, I mean, even last year, they had that first match of the GP that was really, really good. Mm. Um, and I, yeah, I think, I think it is just that where it's like, oh... They used to have good matches, and now their matches are, like, different, but not in a better way. And it's like, do I just want the same of the old stuff, or do I want different, but not always in a better way? And I, I, I'm i not a big change guy, as you guys know. I'm still upset about the Momo change from a year ago, so <laughs> you can't tell. But, yeah, so, you know, it was just one of those matches, but it was fine. It was good. Yeah. Um, you know, still, still t- surprised... Um that they did Mayu versus Utami on a day's notice. Like, I really didn't yeah. expect that. Like, even while I was watching the match, I was like, this feels like I should, like, I should have been hyped for this for, like, weeks. But I couldn't have been, because, like, I found out that could happen two weeks ago. You know what I mean? Like, it was really wild that they just ran it. And I was excited for it. It was a good match, but it, it was wild that they simply did the thing where they had everybody right their wrongs and go 50-50 out of the tournament. Yeah. They, um, I said on, uh, I think I said that on my alt, but like, we're in that part where everybody just gets their win back from the GP. <laughs> and it's like, oh, yeah, pretty cool. Much. Um, it's, it's kind of like sad for like somebody like Micah, where it's like, oh, this should be like a really big title match for her against Sherry. Obviously, like, regardless, she wouldn't be winning, but it feels like she could win if this was six months ago or six months from now. But like, it's just so like not her time that it's like oh we just gotta get this match out of the way and it's like damn that sucks <laughs> yeah no that's fair um that is that show though the cork and i i don't know if it's because it went up after the pay-per-view or what but i i wasn't super duper into it um but it was you know there was some good stuff um obviously it was the... pretty consistent yeah like they they had some good stuff um oh but after the match after the main event Mayu, did you see this? Mayu went got to close, got to close the show, and she goes, "Utami, where's Utami? I'm wrestling you tomorrow. Oh, yeah. I want to talk to you before we wrestle. Maybe if we clap, she'll come out. Everybody clap, and then she starts going, Utami, Utami, as everybody claps, and Utami does not come out. Big leagues her. Mayu's very upset. Um, and then Mayu's like, "Damn, well, I guess that's all." Um, stars, do you want to? And then Utami runs out to the ring like she's late for the fucking bus, and she's like, "I am so sorry." And then she gets in the ring. She like is like laying there. I'm like, "I ran, I apologize." And then Mayu just goes, "Hey yo, we wrestling tomorrow." And Utami's like, "Yeah." She's like, "Let's have a good match." And Utami's like, "Yeah, you can go now." Okay. Yeah. <laughs> and she leaves. And I was like, "Damn, she really, she really made her run from the other side of Corican Hall." To just be like, yeah, we wrestling tomorrow. Cool, cool. <laughs> Great stuff. 
Fair enough. Yeah, no, it was it was pretty good. Um, the post match was just so fun. Um, I love Mayu, honestly. Um, and that was that show. Uh, the next show to review then was the next day. This was a live pay per view as the Goddess of Stardom Tag League opening round. Uh, they were in the Tachikawa Stage Garden for this one, and they did a sold out two thousand and thirty four fans, which is essentially double what they did last time they ran here for for Momo versus Suri and Saya versus mm. Kid, which is absurd. Um, Wait, are tie in the mud? Question mark. Uh, I'm not saying no. Honestly, I accredit a lot of this to Fua Chan. I could see it. Because I think now, after the fact, we've seen her kind of influence in that. She's a needle mover. Yeah, like she she, she posted one video of this, and it got millions of views. Like she's in like a day. <laughs> yeah, like she's somebody with a lot of um, just a lot of high connections, and obviously, honest, um, they also were promoting this on TV. So there were a lot of people who probably knew about the show, know about Fua, and therefore went to see her. So honestly, I think there's a big chance that she, you know, is is a big part of the reason why this sold out. I imagine there was some walk-up from Mayu versus Utami as well. You know, a lot of people going, hey, this, uh, this is the New Japan tournament. Like, we're going to see if... We get Mai versus Kyrie for a New Japan belt. That probably did influence some people to walk up. Um, but I think Fua has a, a big part to play in it. Okay, I, I have the numbers for reference. She posted it two days ago, mm-hmm. like almost to the to the hour. Um, it currently has 4.5 million views and 84,000 likes. So, yeah, <laughs> maybe, maybe a bit. And also, she got to wrestle Saya. Sai Kamatani and Sai Kamatani, you know, can make somebody look good, right? So like, uh, the the match ain't out yet in its entirety. Like, it, it, we might be able to see it once they release it on, uh, was it the national NTV? Yeah, yeah, NTV. Um, we might be able to see it somewhere once they officially release it on that. But she looks good from every all the clips, and like Sai Kamatani bumped her ass off for her. Uh, Hina bumped her ass off for her. So. It could be really good, and this is probably a really good notion for stardom, especially if she wants to do it again. Yes, uh, and Saya kicked her head in. That too. Yes, that, that was too. great. She, she she did the pump the pump kick, and it was crazy. What the fuck just happened? Um. I don't know. I'm just. <laughs> we both just went silent. Are you okay? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, I'm distracted. Um, all right. So the opening match of this uh, tag league show was a three way battle. Oh, we didn't get to see this. This was a dark match. Uh, Momokogo versus Waka Skiyama uh, versus Rina. Uh, Momokogo pinned Waka, of course, to, to get the win. Um, yep. The match after that was Saya Kamatani and Hina beating Fua Chan and Hazaki. Uh, Saya pulled out the Firebird Splash on Fua to get the win. Uh, as you said, that's the match where the clip is from for Fua, where it's got millions of views already. Um, and Rossi put over Fua. I don't know if you checked his Twitter, but he I heard about it, but I didn't see. It. He said that this was the best debut he's ever seen in women's wrestling. 
Like Jesus fucking Christ. This man knows what he has. He smells use upon too. Like he knows one like he's one contract away from just blowing the doors down with Fua as his ace, you know. Um he's he's licking his lips. He's ready. Um but I don't, I don't know if she'll ever commit to wrestling. She's uh she seems to be a bit too famous for that. Yeah, she she was in Bullet Train or something. I don't know. I remember seeing a bunch of like she was on the red carpet for Bullet Train, mm. which is like the Brad Pitt movie, which is like every year a Brad Pitt movie comes out. It's like the biggest thing in America for some reason. Mm. I don't even understand it. But yeah, she 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 has stuff going on. Uh, but it would be dope if she if she did stick around and do some more wrestling because I think you know from what we've seen, she's definitely not bad. Like she definitely has potential. Um, and I think, you know, having, having that star power is always a good thing. Yeah. Yeah, no, definitely. I mean, listen, if, uh, she's going to keep selling tickets at the rate that I assume she did here and also getting them millions of views on Twitter, then, um, there is no real reason not to, to get her. Um, the match after that then was uh, Fukigen Death and Saki Kashima beating My Fair Lady in uh, Tag League action. This was in the Red Goddess block. Uh, Fukigen rolled up Lady C after five and a half minutes. Um, I mean, I didn't hate this or anything. It was just totally fine. And, and Lady I C... I decided that My Fair Lady is not it. Like, this yeah. match alone was just like, no. Like, because it felt like they were trying to do the water and oil bit but they don't have the chemistry that, you know, the sisters do. Um, <laughs> so they just did it way worse. And also, like, they just don't really... Like, even in that, like, you know, um, can they coexist, like, haha, like, forced to coexist in Tag League thing. Like, even in that, they don't have the chemistry together mm-hmm. um, to, like, make it work, right? So I, I just saw that as, like, okay, like, Tokyo Sports did their bits and My Fair Lady couldn't put it together to make it fun. So I was like, I don't have confidence in this team whatsoever, this tournament. That's fair. Um, I do kind of agree. I feel like um, Lady C and, and Mai are trying a little bit too hard to do the odd couple thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and no, totally. it's just kind of how they're going to do these matches, I guess, in that they're going to work together a little bit and then oh no, they messed up one spot and then they're going to lose. So it is what it is, but it's definitely disappointing, I guess, that this is um, this is what they're doing with, with somebody they've pushed for most of the year in My Sakurai. Um, and yeah, my, my Sakurai has been kind of... Uh, she, had, she had that few months where she was like getting a lot better like mm-hmm. actively, but I feel like in the past like month or two, like the five starters was not her, her tournament. She's, no. I just did not like almost any of her matches. Um, and then like since then, her like, even, even like her house show stuff, it just felt like she really just like fell back into like the, like early this year where it's like, oh, she's just there, unfortunately. <laughs> um, which is a shame because she was really act- actively making a lot of gains for, for a while. So yeah, I'm I'm just, I'm concerned about her tournament for this one as well. Um, just because she's kind of not, she's not in that mode anymore, I guess. Yeah, no, that's uh, that's a good point. I can't remember the last time she had a a standout performance. To be honest with you, um, yeah. next match then was Blue Goddess block match. It was Saki and Mina Shirakawa versus Raka and Natsuko Tora. 
Uh, Mina Shirakawa got the win uh, by disqualification. And, um, you know, my expectations for anything with Natsuko Tora post-injury are going to be low for a while. Because um, mm-hmm. obviously an injury like hers is going to do a number on a wrestler. Um, she seemed okay once things got going and she had to sell she and she was allowed like she can still sell and when she's doing the more brawling stuff where she's kind of beating on people she's good um but she's still very limited and you could kind of tell with how they worked the match like yeah. they attacked mina and saki before the bell they mostly worked them over with very standard stuff um you know there was the, there was the comeback and then they just cheated straight away like it was so basic and so low level for what a heel group is that I mean, it's a shame. Yeah, it's a shame because like I, I have always held this belief that Natsuko at least like had a very like was very confident in her heel work and very convincing with her heel work, even if it was like boring or bad or like I wasn't a fan of it. I always was like, okay, but she knows what she's doing relatively. Um, but this one just felt like it wasn't that. You know, I mean, like, there was some fun stuff. Like, I, I enjoyed the beginning, kind of, where they were just kind of, like, brawled outside. And I was like, oh, well, it's nice to see Dots go back. It was kind of like novelty and all that stuff. But, um, yeah, I mean, like, the best part was just her, like, hitting a fucking swanton. And I was like, whoa, you could do that, but you can't walk faster than, like, <laughs> a speed walk? That's crazy. I, I wouldn't I wouldn't do that if I couldn't walk. But, you know, you do you, girl. Um, and, yeah, I don't know. I... I Again, another Oedo time match that I just was very turned off by with the lazy heel work. Because like, yeah. there was some heel stuff that was kind of interesting, but then, you know, just as it went on, I was like, oh, so it's just, oh, so that's the, f- oh, okay. And that was it. And I was like, oh, okay. Yeah, it was, it was, it was very low level. That's, that's kind of the way it goes. And it did detract because I thought Mina Shirakawa was really trying her best to, to make it work. And they were just not having any of it. But, you know, that's what happens sometimes. Um, the match after that then was Miyu Amasaki and Azumi beating Hanan and Saya Ida in just under eight minutes. Uh, Azumi pinned Ida with the Azumi Zushi. Um, so this got things back on track. Uh, trust yes. the four stardom homegrowns to bring things back on track. Um, I thought Miu was pretty solid when she was in there. Um, I thought everybody was actually pretty good, honestly. They all just kind of worked snug, kept it compact, didn't try too much. Just a fun match to get things going again. I've noticed that, obviously they're two of my favorite wrestlers, but I've noticed that Ida and Izumi have this very passive chemistry together, where it's like, you never expect them to have like a great match and they, they realistically probably won't have a great match, but like, it's very hard for them to like not do something interesting together. Like even vaguely just like, Oh yeah. That like Ida did a good job in this match. Azumi did a good job in this. Like they just work together. Well, um, I, like ever since like what Ida's first tournament, uh, five star that mm-hmm. was really bad ever since that match, they've, they've killed it in basically every exchange they've had. So, you know, Obviously, that's Pat. That's a that's me being <laughs> being biased, but I, I think they both did a great job. Uh, me was about to get carried, but she also didn't do bad in this match, so I don't want to say that. So that's a bit mean. Um, and then Han's great as well. So yeah, fun match. Yeah, it's kind of harsh to say she got carried, but yeah, I mean, yeah, 
I get she's it. She's going to get carried. She's going to get Yeah, carried. no, I, I get this, it. This I match wasn't a carry, but she will be carried. That <laughs> yeah. That will be the story of the tournament. Totally. Um, but this this really, I, I do credit this with uh, lighting the fuse for what we got after, because the show really kicked into high gear after this one. Um, the next match was the Red Goddess block action. It was Tomoka Inaba and Suri wrestling to a 15-minute time limit draw with Momotanabe and Starlight Kid. Uh, this was great. This was a great match. Um, Inaba I'm, and Kid. I'm to... Sorry. I'm going to critique the one thing, and then we can talk it's about the this match. Is, is that good? Because no. then we could talk about how great it was. Because I do love this match. I thought it was, all right, all right, was, was ahead, really good. Ahead. But the one thing, again, I, I said there were four. This was the fourth one. At one point, they just decided, you know what, let's, let's do the heel stuff. And they went out of the ring and started using weapons. How did they distract the ref during this? Natsuko stood in the ring. Like, she just got, like, she just, just got in the ring and just looked at the referee and did not do anything for, like, two and a half minutes while Momo just, like, used a chair and, like, this and that and choked and blah, blah, blah. And I was like, damn. So the second just gets in the, that's what, that, that is the distract the ref spot now, is just standing inside the ring for two minutes. Mm-hmm. That's crazy. Um, other than that, love the match. Inaba rules, obviously. I'm super excited for her and Sherry to have this tournament. And Black Desire is also good. So, yeah, go on. Yeah, so, I mean, look, the we know Inaba and, and Kid are, are excellent together. We know Shuri and Momo are excellent together. Um, so that was that was the majority of the match. It almost didn't feel like a tag match sometimes. Um, they were just kind of doing little singles matches all the way through. Um, and they were they were really good, you know? And then when they did do team stuff, it was crazy. Like, Black Desire's team moves were great. Uh, Shuri dropping Gade into that knee from Inaba was ridiculous. I love that. I, I called it the O's to Sleep. Because I found that very funny. There's <laughs> probably a better name for it, but us to sleep is great. I love that. Um, yeah, it was stiff as fuck too. Like mm. to go, like because, like she just she ate that knee. Yeah, that was gross. It was dope. I loved it. <laughs> um, like I said, I am so happy Ina was around, and I'm so happy she has direction. Because obviously, I loved her and Aoi. I would have loved her and Aoi to be in this tournament, mm-hmm. in fact. But I feel like her having this direction and having a place in this company. Where she's not like that outside looking in, and she's like actively in it. She's in the, in the in the meat of things. It's perfect, and I love it. And I'm so excited for everything she's about to do because she's just incredible. We've talked about a million times that Inaba has the potential to be one of like the best shoot style wrestlers, especially shoot style wrestlers that's never been like an MMA type of thing. Um, she did karate, but you go. I mean, yeah. Um, she she really has a ton of potential, and she's already living up to it. Yeah, she's she's my one victory lap. That I will always take because I have been flying the flag for for ages with Inaba. Um, yeah, that's true. And you know, I think it's, it's it's she obviously could have taken the pin here. So the fact that she didn't is a good indicator that Stardom views her quite highly. Um, but, you know, possibly yeah, also that teams. yeah, like possibly it's also that JTO is like, no, our champion is not losing. Um, but that doesn't strike me as JTO. So. I imagine this was just them saying, "Hey, we think you're you're going to be really great, so we're going to have this go to a draw." Um, so that that was that was a great match, and that led way to the next match, which was a blue goddess block match. This was Micah and Himeka versus Amisore and Mirai. Uh, Micah got the win over Amisore when she pinned her with the Mishinoku driver in just over nine minutes. Um, it is so rare in. Joshi specifically that you get two 
powerhouse teams. And boy, did they just go at it. They just went for it. It was really, really good. This was so fun. Like, both teams were just going at it and doing power stuff and meat slapping. And Mariah was going crazy. Uh, and yeah, just, just so fun. Just what a fun Haas match this was. In the words of the prophet Biggie Langston, they were bumping meat, Alex. Oh, fuck yeah. your five-star classic. Fuck, fuck everything. This is what I want from wrestling. This is what I want from wrestling. He was right. The prophet was right. This is what I want from wrestling. Straight up, this is my favorite match of the night. Maybe not. No, no, no. Wait, hold on. Let me think. The main event was my favorite match of the night. This was my second favorite match of the night. This is my oh, wow. second favorite match of the night. Second so favorite. I loved this. I loved it, Alex. It was so... You know me. You know this is exactly the match I'm looking for. Yeah. <laughs> like, this is this was it. Well, right? This was basically Micah versus Jamaica, but a tag match. Exactly. So. They... That's what I mean. They get it. Like I, I, every, including you. Everybody has kind of like been like, oh, Hameka's Hameka's a bit overrated. She's not necessarily at that level that everybody wants her to be at. This, this, and that. This month, she has killed it. She has had like four actively incredible matches. Maybe three, three or four actively incredible matches, and I have loved it. Like I'm, I'm so happy. And obviously, Micah's in there too. And Micah is is arguably the better wrestler, and she kind of like made this match like flow right but like when when you want somebody to just run at somebody as hard as they could and just try to run them over like they're a truck Hameka is that girl i loved this so much so good yeah no i I don't think i could add on to that anymore it was just it was fantastic give it a watch um the next match then was a red goddess block match it was tecla and julia beating natsupoi and my uh, tam nakano uh, Julia actually got the win over Tam, I believe, with a, uh, it says Julia-style prison hardening. So it it, it was, was a, a yeah, it was a submission. Um, her and Tekla locked in submissions at like the same time and both got the win. It was that kind of vibe. Um, yeah. This was another great match. Uh, before that, though, the Meltier song. It it's is, so it's really good. It is, I said this on Twitter, It it is the song that you would hear. Uh, at the end of the episodes, about 75% of the way into the season of a really cute anime that is about to destroy your entire being, right? Or yeah. it is the opening song to a cutesy anime that will go about 10 episodes and destroy your entire being. That's it. That is what this song is for. Is, very slice of life, very yes. like they would play this like, at, on Clanad. You know? They will play this after Angel Beats. <laughs> like you are you're gonna be in ruins and then you're gonna hear Tam and Natspoy vocalizing. Like that's how it goes. You know the, the, I, I, I was talking with uh, a lot of my friends about this because like all of us adore this song. Like and these are these are friends that don't really like a lot of things in startup. Love the song. They love the mm-hmm. song, right? But I was I was talking with passion and he was like, you know, the music is good, but I cannot handle their fucking entrance where they are singing the song to themselves incredibly insufferably. Yes. And I agree. They feel like they feel like the drama kids in, in school that nobody likes, but they have talent. So you've got to be like, God, why? I don't like this. Dylan, I get it. They're the but beauty I don't pair. Like this. That's yeah, the, but the beauty pair the was bit. like, you know. Yeah. But, you know. I'm not about to disrespect the beauty pair like that. Well, 
I, I would never call the beauty pair fucking drama kids. They were. Fucking not spo- <laughs> That's literally what they were. But it's a it's a derogatory term now. I wouldn't. I wouldn't All right. Say okay. That. Um, like Meltier is like if the Glee show was just in pro wrestling. Um, they are that right. <laughs> That that's oh that's where God. I'm at with that. No. Um, <laughs> <laughs> no. It's, it's like it's terrible because no, like I'm sure they sing good, but I don't. I'm not gonna watch it. I don't want to watch it. I'm sure they're good sing. No, I don't want like. No, that that's how I feel about about Meltier as a team. Like they just their energy is just it it drains me. <laughs> like they're great. That's the issue is that they're great. They are great wrestlers. The music killer like i i like them but they are so goddamn insufferable that i'm like please mafia bella just kill them and they did so i was happy is <laughs> is not boy kurt hummel is that how that goes <laughs> oh, god. oh my god you know there, there's one scene from glee that i love um god. and it was it was the scene no, it was a scene where the one guy, was it Kurt? I don't remember. He was like, you know what? I have a way to win every football match. And he just got the kid in the wheelchair to be in the foot. And he just pushed him down the field. And I was like, what? That's not how football works. <laughs> and yeah, that that resonates in my mind. That's the one scene from Glee that like made me cry laugh. Right. So, yeah, okay. That's, that's Glee talk over. All right. Um, Mafia Bella did go crazy with Tama Natsupoi. Uh I had completely forgotten about Tekla reacting to Poi's uh, betrayal the way she did until yep. they started going at it, and Tekla was Tekla was going for for murder. She was going for the throat. Um, and Julia and she, Tam like, snapped her neck. Yeah, they were. But she did like a spot where it looked like she just snapped her neck yeah. straight up. I was like, that's insane. Having having seen the Mafia Bella entrance, I think uh, most of the bottoms of the world were very jealous of Natsupoi right then. Yeah, th- th- this match reminded me of the Godfather yeah. too. Like the like Joshi Twitter is full of of bottoms, and uh, they were all in in heat. I imagine. I hope you are all uh, staying hydrated. You know, amidst this, uh, the Mafia Bella wave, uh, stay strong. You will survive this. <laughs> um, and yeah, like yeah. this, this is a great match. Another great match. Not be easy. <laughs> they were, they were just going at it. Like uh, Tam and Julia obviously picked it up where they left off, and Tekla and Natsupoi were were very good together as well. So uh, this continued our streak of tag matches that were just great. Honestly. Mm-hmm. No, totally. Um. I thought it was very melodramatic, but I still liked it because it was fun. Right? It was a fun match. Yeah. Tekla and Julia got to beat the shit out of them. Though there were certain points I was like, damn, they really doing this. They walk in the road. <laughs> but it, it was still a really fun I match. I feel like just, any like, indication of Tom's Road sends you scurrying. Whereas I'm like, okay, there's a few hints of Tom's no, like, Road, but they didn't do too bad. That, that's how I feel about this match. Like in, in a lot of cases, I was like, oh no, they're going, da- they're going that way. Mm-hmm. But, you know, like in this match, I was like, Okay, and then they, you know, just had a good match, and I was like, "That's fine, that's good." Yeah. Um, the next match then was a Blue Goddess Block match. It was Yu and Anai Takahashi beating Hazuki and Na- uh, Koguma in 12 minutes when uh, Anai pinned Koguma with a refrigerator bomb. Uh, yes. I would be lying if I said this wasn't awesome. Like this was really. I 
don't I did not expect to like this as much as I did, but it went crazy. See, I, I saw it as like, oh, FWC on pay-per-view are incapable of having a bad match. So I was like, this is good for that reason more so than anything else. But I, I can I can see where you Dolly, like you, you you was motivated, she was killing it. Um there was a lot of really cool near falls. Nanai wasn't nearly as bad as I expected her to be. Um I really have to stop underestimating Nanai because uh Especially in tag matches. Yeah. I think she, she really gets this vibe that they're kind of going for. Like aside from the coffin match, she's been pretty stellar, I think, so far. So um, She wasn't in the coffin match. She was in the... the oh, the, yeah, the trios, yeah. Aside from that, she's been pretty killer. Um, so, you know, Nanai, keep it up. Um, and FWC are great. So, yeah, I just I thought this was a really strong tag match. Uh, a lot of great near falls. A lot of good stuff happening. And then Nanai won, so... I mean, honestly, I thought it was great. Yeah, I, I thought it was a good match. Um, obviously, I like FWC on pay per view is one of my favorite. Like, cause they they have that that ability to kind of like make you guess, right? Um, and I really like that. And you was killing it. Like, Nanai was doing pretty well as well. Um, it was it was kind of like at the end of the tag stuff, so I was like kind of like waiting for the single stuff at that point. Mm. So maybe that was why. Is that just like the vibe was like you know. The flowing of the card was like, okay, when is my Utami about to happen? You know, because I, I, I wanted to see that match. Um, so maybe that was why I kind of undersold it, but it was a good match for sure. Yeah. Um, the next match on the show then was the IWGP Women's Championship uh, semi-final. There, that's what they're calling it, even though it was the bracket final. Um, Kyrie beat Alpha Female in twelve and a half minutes with a diving elbow drop. Um, this was twelve minutes. Yeah. Um, I'm gonna say I'm gonna be honest. I thought this was way shorter. Maybe it's because uh, I wasn't paying attention. Probably. To it, like... uh, so Alpha Female missed the show on Saturday. No explanation. No forewarning. And then shows up on Sunday like nothing ever happened. I, there was just no mention. So. Um, yeah. Yeah. So that's great. <laughs> um, did find out. I love the first. Foreign inclusion. <laughs> yeah. Did find out why Alpha Female wasn't on the show, but it's one of those things where the person who told me is like a hawk. Like they see every tweet and Instagram post. So I don't know if they saw it on a tweet or like on Instagram. Maybe Alpha Female posted it. Yeah, or if that's it. So I'm like, I'm not going to say anything because I genuinely don't know. But this, this person is a hawk. Like it probably could have been tweeted out and I just missed it completely. Um, if you put two and two together as to why a foreign wrestler might miss a show in Japan, you'll probably get there. Um, yeah, she she was here. Uh, Kyrie continues. To, every time she shows up now, I'm just like, oh yeah, she's like the biggest star. Like, holy shit. Uh, whether she's a draw or not, I don't care. She just feels like the biggest deal every time, and it's, it's fantastic. Um, and, you know, it was kind of taken away <laughs> when she was... Uh, she was selling for Alpha Female. Um, I would like to issue an apology to Blair Davenport. Uh, you, like, Alpha Female tried to do the B Priestley gimmick, did it a lot worse. It made me realize that B Priestley was a lot better than we probably ever gave her credit for. Because I, I was always willing to give her credit when yeah. credit was due, but yeah, yeah. that's. You definitely have a point because this was just like a really bad foreign heel match. Mm-hmm. Um, it wasn't bad. Let me let me preface that this wasn't a bad. It was match. fine. It was it was incredibly mediocre. Yeah. It was incredibly just like 
damn, that was a wrestling match that I have seen. Mm-hmm. I, I watched. That's that's crazy. Um, Alpha Female did call Kyrie a diva and yeah. said, take your diva shit back to America. And I was like, that's beautiful. That's <laughs> not, <laughs> that not really, because they, weren't they in the same Mayon Classic? <laughs> yes. In fact, in fact, Alpha Female lost round one. She wasn't good enough to be a diva, Alex. That's so that, crazy. That's, 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 so that's what happened. And also, she was in WWE longer than Kyrie was, I'm pretty sure. She was just in NXT UK. Yeah. Like they were, they were in it. They were in the company for r- roughly the same amount of time. Um, beautiful. <laughs> so odd. <laughs> Gotta love it. Um, um, they, and then, and then they they wrestled. Yeah. In I mean, they did play to Alpha's strengths by letting her just like dominate and do yeah. power moves, and then Kyrie would fire back. They did a shoot headbutt. I was like, who's doing shoot headbutts here for like what? What is this the reason? So much what was the reason? Um, but yeah, like this, this was peak like post queen's shout stardom where it was just the freedom lugging anyone they can to a good match um and that's kind of what we got here uh, the only good thing is that if this was a post queen shout stardom this would have been the main event for the red belt this would have been a corkin um but instead we had a packed crowd and a matched follow we had Mayu Iwatani. Wait, 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 wait. I do want one more note about that match. Um, after the match, uh, Nanai was obviously seconding her fellow NSA member, um, Alpha Female. And so Alpha Female walked to the back, and Nanai was like, yeah, yeah, you know, I hope you feel better. And then as soon as Alpha Female is out of frame, Nanai goes up to Kyrie and was like, hey, what's up, my dude? And I was like, dude, that's so shitty. <laughs> you are seconding your, your faction mate. And the second that she leaves, you're like, Hey, you you beat the shit out of her, bro. That was clean. Like that's not how you do things. You t- two timing fraud. Come on, that's mean. Uh, so yeah, the is uh, the nice two faced. If you didn't know, mm-hmm. yeah, definitely. Uh, I did notice Nanai clapping for Kyrie, which further cements the fact yeah. that Kyrie is going to be the leader of the NSA. Um, yeah, the the main event then was Mayu Utani beating Utami Hayashishta in just under fifteen minutes after hitting two moonsaults in a row. Um, the entrances for this made me remember that Utami is like the biggest, most charismatic wrestler that there is. She's just awe-inspiring. Um, and seeing her and Mayu stare down, it was like, this is it. Like, this is... Like, they're not direct rivals, but their rivalry is so important to to Bushiroad era, to defining this era. Because, like first major part of this era was Mayu putting over Utami to you know, give her the, or the world title. And uh, Nether at it again, and Mayu is like, hey, listen, these kids, are, these kids are great, but I'm still Mayu. I'm still one of the best around. And she got the win here over Utami. So there's a, there's a lot of really interesting stuff between them where they're not directly feuding at any point, but they're always going to be kind of in each other's eyesight because they're both like the top names basically you know this this match reminded me of a certain interview utami did during her title reign where she was talking like she was like deep into it like almost around the year mark you know she was a shit ton of defenses into it all that and she mentioned that she was like you know i'm i'm the world champion i am you know the I am the ace of this company, and yet I still feel like I'm chasing Mayu Iwatani mm-hmm. at all times. I can't, I can't stop. There's no, there's no end in sight to that, and I don't know how to do it. 
and then she lost it to Shuri and blah, blah, blah. And now, the next time they meet in a singles match, Utami loses mm-hmm. to Mayu, proving that she will never stop chasing Mayu Utani. And I think that is like, obviously that's just a me thing where it's like, oh, I read this one interview that she did two years ago, you know, like, yeah, or a year ago now, I guess. But it just like resonated with me that it's like, you never stop chasing Mayu because Mayu is Mayu, yes. right? Utami is the biggest star in the company. I I believe my Utami is the ace. Like she will be the ace. She will be the, she is the golden generation. She is the person who will lead Storm Ford forward all that bullshit i am an utami believer she can't stop chasing mayu because mayu is always going to be mayu and i think this match kind of like put that into into wrestling moves right it, it put that into motion and i really liked it um and other than just like that like story that i viewed viewed it as uh, i thought the match was great the work was great utami's heat segments are got have gotten a lot better since her title run mm-hmm. um I'm honestly excited for her next Red Belt title run because I feel like she could have a way better run. Oh, yeah. Because like she's really she's really like found the weaknesses that she had in the run and had been like, okay, I'm gonna focus on getting better at that. Better seller now. She's better at like the boring parts of the match, you know, because like early heat segments aren't meant to be the most entertaining things in the world. And that was one of Lutami's biggest weaknesses in her run. This match proved that she could do a really fun heat segment. Right, she she the early stuff was really well done against Mayu, um, and I, I feel like she really next time she gets that that belt she's gonna go crazy with it. Um, but obviously now is not that time. Now is not that time. No, it's not for Tommy. It is it is Mayu. Um, it is Mayu. Yeah, no, this was a a, a great match, um, and it really did show how much Tommy has improved between the two matches with Mayu. Obviously, it's been about two years now since they last wrestled. Because um, she was a lot better as the power wrestler here than she was in that one, um, and she provided a really great base for Mayu to work off, and she was really like letting it in. There was one or two uh, shots that she threw at Mayu that I had to like rewind because they sounded like they hurt. Like she was she was really yeah. going for it, um, and you know Mayu was Mayu, obviously an amazing baby face and amazing at playing off of a, a power wrestler. Um, and I, I mean, they they kept it under 15 minutes and they just went at it. And it really benefited from that because it was just kind of, it was almost just nonstop, go, 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 trying to get the win. Um, but they also played into the dynamic of Utami being the more powerful wrestler and, and Mayu being kind of the underdog almost. Um, and then she puts her away and that was kind of interesting. She hit the running three successfully for the first time since... Uh, Gaio taught it to her like three years ago, so that's kind of cool. Um, maybe she's gonna start like it's wild that she never is able to. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah. Uh, so maybe she's gonna start like winning with that in the IWGP matches. I don't know if that's her doing a nod to Nagayo or whatever, because you know, obviously Nagayo is the biggest legend in women's wrestling history. Um, but you know, it's it's cool that she's using that move that was passed down to her now to to win her new Japan belt. You know. Um, and then she hit two moonsaults because she didn't just she knew one wasn't going to do it. She hit two. So you kind of protect uh, Utami in that way where it took two of Mayu's big finisher to, to put her away. And also she had to hit the move of a wrestling legend to get the win. So uh, they... I will say I'm shocked she didn't hit the two step because I feel like nobody's kicked out of that move. And I, I would have expected that to be like the, the big finish. Did she go for it and Utami reversed it? Perhaps that's that's possible. So I think I remember that, and it was a really cool spot. 
I don't remember. <laughs> okay. I, I wouldn't be All right. Uh, yeah, that was a strong match. And then, uh, look, this show could have been absolute dog shit. This could have been a New Japan quality show. I would have been absolutely raving about it. Because that ending photo, that ending promo, Mayu and Kyrie, just like holding the belt and staring each other down. Oh my God. The electricity. It's. It, the two daughters. Yeah. The third one doesn't exist anymore. The two daughters. <laughs> like this, this is just, we never thought we'd see this again. These are two of the three biggest names in stardom history. At certain points, you could call them two of the best wrestlers in the world. And they're going to go at it again in an arena bigger than they've ever wrestled in before, at least for stardom. Anyway, I know uh, Kyrie did. Kyrie do a WrestleMania with fans? Yes, sure? she did at least a Royal Rumble. Oh, yeah, yeah, she Royal did. Rumble. Okay, um, so the, definitely the biggest crowd that they've wrestled in front of for um, for stardom audience, or in Japan in general. Yeah, yeah, um, and they're gonna go at it one more time, and I am here for it. And this is uh, this is the final that I, I thought they should do, and I'm glad they're doing it. Um, and the belt looks great, honestly. I know I don't know if you have a take. It's uh, it looks very sleek. I would it's very slick I, I always have a tick especially when it comes to belts i like it i think it looks really dope um i am a big stickler about belts and i i really i've always liked that old design of the iwgp mm-hmm. belt um and i think them re you know reusing it for this is really really clean and also i like the little like the little things about it like the little uh the goddess in the middle i really like that um I forget which guy it's supposed to be, but I, I don't know. I love the belt. I love the view. I got to write about this for Wrestling Inc. And I was so Ooh. happy because I was like, yeah, this is a big fucking deal. You should let me write about this. So I got to write about it and I was very happy about that. Um, and I got to use that picture as the as the secondary picture for it. Very I cool. Just, I just stared I just stared at that picture for a while because it is uh, it's incredible. You know, I mean, like it's it's one of the biggest matches in Storm history um, for them both to like re reconverge at the at the. I don't want to say final destination. It sounds like I'm going to die. Um, at like this huge destination, like they are, they are leading. I know that the IWGP belt is like, oh, some people think it's dumb. Some, you know, apparently people inside New Japan aren't a fan of it. Blah blah blah. This is a big deal, mm-hmm. regardless. Like I don't care what anybody says. It's it matters, and this is like a very big step for uh modern Joshi wrestling, uh because I mean. You know, they have a fucking IWGP belt. That's the biggest... Well, when know, was the last time a women's wrestling match took place in front of 15,000 people, right? Like, yeah. however many there's going to be in the arena, we don't know what capacity they're going for. Um, but, you know, there, there's going to be a lot of people there. Um, when was the last time a women's wrestling match happened in front of that big of a crowd? Was it the first exhibition match for Wrestle Kingdom? It, it probably Maybe. would be. Yeah. Honestly, the, the entire... Uh, pandemic just this is a blur. Um, so I don't know, but uh, obviously it's a yeah, big deal. Yeah, it, it was the it was the Hannah Julia tag. Yeah, of course. That, with Arisa yeah. and Mayu. I I kind of had a feeling yeah, that that would be. Good. Um, but this is like the yeah, biggest women's cool. match there since then because this is going to be a massive audience. This is a crossover show. Like this is designed to get people to watch Stardom. I'm sure, New Japan is going to bring something interesting to get people from their audience to watch. So, um, like, this is a big show for Stardom, and I mean, there's no better match to represent them than Maya versus Kyrie. Yeah, I mean, like I said, they're they're the daughters; they're the mm-hmm. ones who are left. They 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 the biggest names in the company. Um, 
well of the company's history because there there could be a bigger name coming up but uh, i'm very excited for the match i think the match will be great like in ring wise i think it'll also be great i'm very excited uh i hope they don't go the nsa route that i was kind of think they would with with ghetto being <laughs> being the guy uh <laughs> having them go house of torture mm-hmm. on them and just and just fucking kill in the main event um would lose I really it. hope they don't do that but you know if they do it would at least be fun <laughs> i guess yeah <laughs> like I, i'd just be like damn they really they really had the balls to do that huh that's that's wild yeah. oh Dude, historic yeah, overall it's exciting yeah historic crossover is gonna be the death of me like that show is I'm gonna hate it so much. Did you? You're gonna have to watch Tom Lawler no, and Zex. I'm gonna have to watch KG Muto. I love that. They added a great. They Wait, they added what? a Muto match today. I'm gonna have to watch Muto. Wait, that's news. You didn't tell me that. I didn't know that. Yeah, he showed up on New Japan today and uh, missed it. Okan and was like, "Hey, I'm gonna wrestle at the Ariaki show in a trios match." So I think it's him, Toriano, and Okada. I want to say. Damn, there is no that. Oh, that's fucked. That is so fucked. That is so fucked. That's because I thought Okada would just be gone for that show. He wouldn't be around for that show. They, they, they took away Utami and Okada taming up so that they could put him in a match with Keiji Mudo in a trios against the United Empire. That's wild. That yeah. is insane. Damn. That's why I say I'm gonna hate this match, this show. Like, I'm gonna have to watch Mudo. Yeah. No. I'm gonna have to watch. Part- I like. I bet you. I, like I bet you they're gonna put Will Osprey on it. I'm gonna have to watch Will Osprey. Do you know oh, yeah. how far out of my oh, way it go to not Will watch Osprey that is man? probably campaigning. Will Osprey's probably campaigning to get on the show. You know how much he loves. He loves fucking Joshi. You know how he I know, is. I know. I hate it. I mean, Tom Waller was already saying that he's like, yeah. Uh, I'm surprised I didn't have to pay someone because I wanted to be on the show so bad. <laughs> uh, <laughs> we like Tom Waller though. He's not. Tom yeah, was bad. But uh, like you know how far out of my way I go to not watch Will Ospreay. Oh, yeah. And now he's gonna be on the stardom show. I just <laughs> so funny. Um, fucking Muto, Okada, and Yano. Like what <sighs> That's a wild team too. No. That's crazy. <laughs> yeah. That that's insane. Where are they wrestling? Have they even decided who they're wrestling? No. It would probably be it'd be Cabo Khan and uh and Osprey probably. Oh God. That's what I'd assume. God. All right. That's that's gonna be fun. Uh, we do have one show to preview this weekend uh, on October thirtieth. This is a uh, this is a tag league show. Uh, in the opener, we have a three way match. It is. Did the card go? Oh the, wait. Ah, uh, there it is. <laughs> My Sakurai versus Lady C versus Momo Kogo. Um. Uh, yeah, Lady C winning, maybe. I don't really know. Who knows? I don't have to watch this. Like, what's what I'm is not. life? <laughs> <laughs> That's fair. Um, the next match, how the hell are they getting away with this? A three way tag match Tam and Natsupoi versus Micah and Himeka versus fuck? Julia and Tekla. That's going to a draw. No time That's limit. going to a draw. I mean, well, not no time limit, but I don't know what time limit would be. It's definitely a draw. Uh, Tekla could lose. No, they're not doing it. That's the draw. Wait, wait, no, because wait, what? How are they doing this? Wait, this is just a. Why isn't this just a four-on-two handicap match? <laughs> like, I get why it's not, but like, everybody has active heat with Tam and Nuts Boy. Well, and four of them are maybe. Homies. I'm a Nuts Boy. Should not have been so annoying. They would be okay. 
No, I agree. I agree. Yeah, I had the a fucking, feeling. The, the cast of Glee does not, does, like, they deserve, they deserve to get oh beat up. God. But why are they not going to get beat up? That's my question. <laughs> like, why is this not going to end with Natsuboy getting absolutely obliterated by all four members of DDM? You know, our current audience is going to run with this Glee bit. I hope you understand. I, I hope you know the, the apocalypse that you've just set upon us. Do you I understand? Will. There are going to be people making threads of the Cosmic Angels members as Glee characters, and I'm going to have to know deep down that we are responsible for that. I will be so happy. Of course you will. I'm going to be so... That's That's not so fun. <laughs> All right, that's a draw anyway. Uh, the next match is Julia, Mariah, and Ami Story of God's Eye versus Mumwatnabe, Starlight Kid, and Rina. That's not, that's not who that is. What? It's Shuri. <laughs> what did I say? You said Julia. Oh, shit. All right. Yeah, sorry. Uh, Siri, Mariah, and Amisori of God's Eye versus Momo, Starlight Kid, and Rina. I think we all know who's taking the pinfall there. Uh, yeah. uh, then we have a Blue Goddess match. It is Ingori versus Natsuko yep. Tora and Raka. Um, I guess we're just going to have BMI 2000 getting DQ'd for the entire tournament. That's probably what they're doing. Um pause that i had if they're gonna win a match they could probably win uh, the pause that i had for wingori is because for whatever reason hanan's name was translated to senba minami which it's never been before so. that's also really funny that like her last name is just randomly in her like for no reason yeah. <laughs> so i i've never seen that before because cool. it usually calls her Han hanamini or something so i was like what um but yeah i got there in the end uh, the next match is another blue goddess match it is Azuki and Koguma versus Azumi and Miyu Amasaki. Uh, this is going to be win number one for FWC. Yep. And then the main event is Aphrodite versus Saki Kashima and Fukigen Death. So, um, yeah, I'm sure one of the... Just go either way. It really can't. One of the I mean, Tokyo like... Sports crew is taking a fall. Dude, so, you, I don't know. After this, this five-star with Saki, I don't believe anything. Well, they're already 1-0, so they can't really go 2-0. That's true. We're not Utah yeah, jazzing this one, all right? We're not. That happened. It's a good reference. Um, <laughs> so that's that. Uh, I didn't get. I I was gonna try and shoehorn in a Russell Westbrook thing, but I feel like he's been kicked enough. Tweak. Um, yeah. yeah. Um, but that is <laughs> not poor Russ. He deserves it. Um, <laughs> yeah, that's the only show happening this weekend. There is one on like next Thursday, but we can just talk about that next week. Um. Then, oh, wait. Let's 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 the, shortly look at the it. pay per view. Yeah. Oh no! Oh. oh my god, that's really shit. All right, fine. We're gonna have to talk about the pay per view. <laughs> okay. Um, shit. All right. Um, opener of the pay per view is Mirai <laughs> Amisore and Konami making her return versus Julia Tekla and Mai Sakurai. Uh, they're gonna have God's Eye win. Konami usually gets a surprise yeah. thing. Um, next we have a gauntlet tag match: uh, Hazuki and Koguma versus Saeeda and Momokogo versus Azumi and Miyu Amasaki versus Lady C and Wakasukiyama versus Saki Kashima and Roaka. Um, that could be anyone, literally. Yeah, pretty much. Except Waka. Like, yeah, anybody can get lucky with this one. Oh, do they have Lady C and Waka teaming? Oh, that's cool. That's cute. Yeah. Um, it's it's uh, the Crescent. Yeah, moon. hell yeah. Um, the match after that then is Himeka versus Yuna Mizumori. Or, 
Uh, this is the one I'm looking to for Mizumori to really show out. She's she's really got to kick ass here, or else she's kind of walking a tightrope. Yeah. Um, and this could be really good. I mean, like, and I I like Yuna's bits. You know, what I mean, like, I, I think I think her her comedy stuff is pretty fun. Yeah. I think she could like integrate it pretty well. <laughs> Like she usually does, but I feel like with Stardom, she's really leaned into it, and I don't think it's necessary. Yeah. See, the um, thing is, there's a lot of people who don't think she's good because they haven't watched yeah. her high-end stuff in Gato Move, and I want those people to know that she's great. She can do the bits. Yeah. I don't mind the bits, and I think those are going to be good if she ever does a house show run. But he's got to put that best foot forward at some point while she is still new. To a lot of the audience. Yeah, because yeah, I I think that's mainly it, is just that she has so much in her repertoire that she just hasn't really shown mm-hmm. off yet, right? Um, and I mean, you could look as recently as the Maesuruga match a month ago, incredible match. Mm-hmm. You know, what I mean, like she she has great matches in the ring on the match. She could she could do it all really. Um, and I think she could really just show some of it, and it would be huge. Done. Um, the next match then is a Goddess of Stardom Championship match. Tam Nakano and Natsupoi defend against Starlight Kid and Momo Watanabe. Um, I expect this to kick ass. I don't know why. I just feel it. I feel it in my bones. Like, this is going to be crazy. Um, LT are going to retain because they're not losing during Tag League. Yes. Um, but this is going to be really good. I don't know who they beat, though. Um... Probably Momo. Oh no, Natsupoi can get one over on Kid. They have a whole thing. Yeah, yeah, that works. Uh, the next match then is uh, this is out of order, so I don't think this is how the matches are going to play out. Uh, the next one is a Wonder of Stardom Championship match. Sai Kamatani defends against Mina Shirakawa. Uh, Sai is going to get her win back, of course, but this could be the real coming out party for Mina. Like if she delivers here, he's made. Like she is, she's I in mean... people's good books for a long time. It has been hard for Saya to have a bad match. True. Right. Yeah. Like she's had she had a few, she's had a few like you know like I think her worst matches have been like good mm-hmm. and nothing else. Right. Like it, it. She has such a high floor, um, and I think that really helps with Mina. And I think Mina really raising her game and raising the level she competes at has been a very big deal, um, as well. So I think this match could really like. I fear over overestimating it, right? But this could get into like that, like you know, top fifteen, top twenty matches of the year, really, because Sai Kamatani's that girl this year, right? Mm-hmm. Mina Shirakawa has been killing it this past couple months. I I really can see a like a true like match of the year contender. Maybe not, like maybe they they don't necessarily you know get that um, get that magic in a bottle again. But I think they could do it. I think they can. Yeah, I mean, their ta- their exchanges and the tags have been good. So I, I mean, yeah. I think they could really do yeah, it. I mean, their their singles match was like a top ten of the tournament yeah. for me. Yeah, like a top ten match. So it's like if they can do that, but like in this like Saya world, like Saya big match style, which is almost always good. I don't want to say that, but you know, which is like very very consistently mm-hmm. good. This could be this could be out of this world. Yeah, this could be match of the show. Easily. Um, yeah, for sure. Next match then is a World of Stardom Championship match. It's Siri defending against Micah. Um, Micah's been doing really well lately, and I hope that continues here, but it's definitely going to be brought down a bit by the fact that we know Shuri's not losing, you know? 
this is. I feel like, I feel like Micah's tower defenses get more and more sad as it goes. Yeah. On. Like they're 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 usually good. They're good matches, but like every time I see her in a tower match, I'm just like, damn. I think Peps feels. <laughs> <laughs> no, you um, know, I I get that, yeah, right? Um, but like because yeah, I I am a Micah fan, and I like one day I do want to see her hold one of the top two titles, right? Because I, I I do think she's capable of that, but she just. She, her batting average is like fucking what zero and nine at this point. It's it's bad. Yeah, and it just keeps getting worse. There is um, no clear like evolution that she could make to where you go. Okay, this no. is like a different woman. You know, like Starlight Kid. Like, you can put a lot of those uh, losses behind Starlight Kid because she was a child and she obviously evolved yeah. into a wrestler. You know, an adult wrestler who's pushed. Can't really do that with Micah because. We don't know how old she is, but also, what would she even change to say, "Hey, I'm an adult now"? Like, like, and I don't think her turning heel or no, turning no. anything or like leaving DDM. I don't think that would like benefit her to the point where it like puts her into the new level, mm-hmm. right? Um, and again, I think like, you know, I, I talked earlier about how Mika rules, but I think Micah is like any day you could put a belt on her, and I don't think there's any problem. I mean, He'd like, story-wise, it. yeah, it, it's going to take time. What? Mika would kill it, like, as a champion. Her... Yeah, oh, I thought, I thought you said... No, no, no. I you were like, arguing with me. I was like, what the Mika, fuck? <laughs> this is so a Mika defense against Utami would be so filled with drama because she's obviously never yeah. beaten Utami in a title match. Like, that would be a, a real go-to match. Um, her and like, Saya obviously, Mika could have one. A... Like, there's a lot there. She, she, she has a lane... Like, she can be champion. Mm-hmm um in an instant and the fact that she's just like it, it feels like oh well she's not going to be <laughs> like that that sucks right um this match will be good i'm i'm pretty confident in that i like their them together every match they've had together mm-hmm. i've been a fan of as far as i'm aware um as far as i remember so i mean it's going to be a good match yeah. but it, it is going to be weighed down by the fact that it's micah's umpteenth fucking title challenge that she has zero chance of yeah winning. Yeah, I get you. So, you know. um, the next match then is a special singles match. It's Mayu Itani versus Alpha Female. Um, I expect Mayu to win and kind of run Alpha out of the territory to, you know, kind of, kind of lingo. Um, but I expect her to just lose and kind of head out the door for a while. Just to return to the avenue. <laughs> Back to single match. The, the avenue, match. hell yeah. Because uh, she's not on any of the upcoming shows, and there's no real reason to bring her back for anything soon. So I, I imagine this is the last I mean, we see of Alpha Female yeah. until you know, maybe they draft her in for the the Rios League. Um, you know, she puts over Mayu and Kyrie, and you get to say, "Hey, they both beat Alpha Female," and whatever. And she doesn't look any worse. Yeah, and it's, I mean, it's uh, ultimately and it's a Mayu singles match on a pay per view, which is going to sell some tickets, I imagine. So. You know what actually makes no sense? This isn't an SWA match. Oh, yeah. Well, I suppose they might make it one after King. After yeah, Kylan maybe King. they were planning on announcing the Kylan King thing a lot earlier. Yeah. So, yes. But, yeah, I mean, like, that, that would make sense if this was an SWA mm-hmm. match to pat out the, the record. But, yeah. Uh, Mayu over and Alpha Female. I, I think Alpha Female has like winning records over like everybody, so I think that's why it's like big. Because yeah. I remember while I was researching the Kyrie thing, she has only basically ever beaten Kyrie. Oh. <laughs> like Kyrie has never like been on a winning side against Alpha Female. Crazy. Maybe maybe that's a bit off, but 
like she's never won in a singles match. So that was the first time Kyrie beat Elva Female. So All that's, right. you know, for them deep old heads, these are probably big matches. Oh, I don't know about that. Um, next <laughs> match then, and our last match is the revenge match. It's Utami Hayashishita versus Natsuko Tora. Um, no idea what to expect. Could be really bad. Uh, Natsuko probably gets the win in some fashion or it's a Utami because uh, they're probably going to continue the feud. This is probably what Utami does until Dream Queen them, if I had to guess. Um, but yeah. Perhaps. They're the Queen's Weird. Quest are now stars where they are simply the Awaitai ops and that is their entire being. So I mean, yeah. I I feel like Queen's Quest and, and Stars have like traded that place every six months <laughs> since yeah. since what well, Queen's Quest was created. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so uh um yeah, I, I don't know what to expect from this either. I don't know who wins this even. I mean Natsuko feels like she's primed to win this, but at the same time it's like she didn't beat Mina or Saki. Yeah. You know, what I mean like she could just, just well, be like, it wouldn't be a clean ha-ha. win. That's that's the thing. They're oh, obviously no. gonna go hardcore into the overbooking with this one. Because you do still need to protect her from a you know, a physical standpoint. Um Yeah, there there's also that where it's like it feels like Utami should walk into this with the advantage. Like Natsuko should not be like doing a long ass heat segment when she has a leg that doesn't yeah. work. Like it's gonna take a lot of healing to like a lot of like heal working, not healing. Like you know, um, it's gonna take a lot of healing to make any of it make mm-hmm. sense, unless Utami is the top dog and Natsuko like fights back, which could be an interesting story. Um, you know, like I, I think I think in this story Natsuko's kind of the babyface, uh, in, no. in certain aspects. So I think no, she's not no okay. Oh, what is this Velke nonsense? She... <laughs> no, what what I mean by that is that it's like she should be the underdog. Like, right. Oh, well, realistic. I don't know because they haven't presented More, her. Okay, as not a... the baby face. Well, she, should, she should be not the, really because she's been that. the one. She's been the aggressor for the feud, so you can't really flip it on a dime there. She was the underdog against Mina, dude. No, <laughs> Mina was beating the shit out of her. Attacked Mina before the bell and then let her child get beat up. So. We're, I'm, I'm remembering a different I match, know. I guess. Um, <laughs> I don't know. I, I feel like this dynamic is really, very like, strange, and I don't it's know It's terrible pairing. I have so no they're... idea what they're doing here. Utami is being wasted on this. And that's not, like, anything against Natsuko. Again, she's just been out for over a year with a, her knee in bits. Like, this is such a waste of one of your top names, and she's wrestling somebody on one leg, basically. Like, it's just mind-boggling. It's... The, the way I'm looking at this, I mean, yes, you're, you're correct, but the way I'm looking at this is it's another test for Utami, right? Like, she wouldn't have been able to do, she wouldn't have been able to make this match good, uh, a fucking one-legged Natsuko. She would not be able to make that match good a year ago. Why are you testing or, your yeah, ace? <laughs> like, I don't understand. Why are you giving your ace tests? She's meant to be the one. Because what's she going to do until she wins the belt again? I don't know. What everyone She's else does. Get Just tests. do tags or beat all the way to tie in one match. Like Mayu. <laughs> she should do that. Honestly, yeah. That should, that should be I the mean, Dream Queen yeah. match. That should be the that should be the Dream Queen of matches. Just her against Olive Oil Tide, beating the shit out of him. That'd be so dope. Stacking bodies. Um, but yeah, I'm 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 interested in Utami's road back to the top. Even though it's a fair long enough, time. fair enough. Um, so this is a part of it. Yeah. You know? 
could be fun. All right, um, that is that show. That is us finished. Uh, we've uh, not gone too long, actually, because we started late. But uh, let's just wrap it up. Yeah. Um, if you want to stand, you may stand. If you want to sit, you may sit. Believe today, shine tomorrow. Decide what you believe in. Ejo. Ejo. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary, void, or prohibited by law. 18+. plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. When you want to jumpstart your morning with an exciting new recipe, try Blue Apron's new ready-to-cook meals that offer your favorite fresh quality ingredients without all the prep. Choose from an ever-changing mix of premium recipes, chef favorites, family-friendly options, WW recommended, and more. Cook well, live well. Order now and get $110 off across your first five deliveries when you visit blueapron.com unique.